Let me tell you about American Financing, our sponsor. Uh, the uh, It is an, an absolute fact that it is going to be harder and harder for you to get a loan. Now, it won't be harder for some people to get a loan. You know, if you're if you're a protected class, if you're, uh, you know, participating in ESG, that's going to be great. You're going to, oh, my gosh, they'll bend over backwards to help you. However, if you believe in things like the Constitution, Bill of Rights, and uh, that uh, all of this central planning that they're now doing is uh, un-American, it's going to get harder and harder for you to get a loan. Now, you can get a loan. You can still get it in the low twos or, or mid threes. Please call American Financing. Call them right now. Refi, uh, do a consolidation loan. Find out the way you can save hundreds, if not $1,000 every month. American Financing, 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. Yesterday, the president of the United States had the balls to stand in uh, in the Constitution Center that is built to uh, glorify our Constitution, our Bill of Rights, and the Founding Fathers. He brought all of his Democratic and, Mar- uh, and Marxist friends up there to talk about something that is unconstitutional, and that is to federalize our voting standards. It's It's in the Constitution. It must remain local. Local. Now, he says this is the worst thing ever. This is Jim Crow on steroids. Really? Oh, I have a little history lesson in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you about Relief Factor. Anne, she lives in Oklahoma. She wrote a while back to talk about her experience with Relief Factor. She said, it has changed my life. And that's the only thing I can say. I've been exercising for years. My shoulder is in bad, bad shape. It was swelling. It hurt. It would go numb during the night. I heard about Relief Factor, Glenn, on your show. And I've been listening to testimonies for about a couple of years now. I decided I'm going to order it because I needed the help. I was sitting uh sitting up for five years to sleep i had to sleep sitting up how many people sleep in a chair or sleep in uncomfortable ways because of the pain she said now i feel uh, that i can sleep uh, flat on my back now that's where i am no trouble at all because the pain is gone thank you so much for telling me about relief factor and you are more than welcome Get out of pain. Get your life back. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-583-84. It's Relief Factor, 800-583-84. And now, letters from the battlefront. My gosh, these. What's happening right now in America? 
is we are seeing brave, brave people stand up. I mean, brave people. People like James Tallarico. He's a Democrat from Texas. He was one of the brave people that got onto that private jet and flew away from the great state of Texas. He said in his letter from the battlefront, we just landed in Memphis on our way to DC. Thank y'all for well wishes. Yes, we left behind our families, our livelihoods, our beloved Texas. But our sacrifice is nothing compared to the sacrifices brave Americans have made throughout history to protect the sacred right to vote. James Tallarico, brave American. Wow, I've got more of these letters from the battlefront coming up. And, um, oh, and we have a lot more <laughs> on Texas Democrats yeah. on today's program. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm going ready? to go insane. Yeah, okay, good. We have that and so much more on uh, today's program. Um, I want to just talk a little bit about uh, Joe Biden saying, this is the worst thing since the Civil War. Everything is the worst. Have you noticed that? It's never the best. When we had Trump in, it's like the best in history. Now, everything is the worst in history. The, the January 6th, it's never been like this. We've never had attacks on the Capitol like this. Well, except for the bomb exploding in the Capitol building in Washington, D.C., uh, that caused an estimated $300,000 in damage. A group calling itself the Weather Underground claimed credit for the bombing, which was done in protest of the ongoing U.S.-supported Laos invasion. Oh, how many of us remember the Laos invasion and how important that was. The so-called weathermen were a radical faction of the Students for Democratic Society. The weathermen advocated violent means to transform American society. The philosophical foundations of the weathermen were Marxist in nature. They believed that a militant struggle was the key to striking out against the state to build a revolutionary consciousness among the young, particularly the white working class. Their primary tool to achieving these ends were arson and bombing. By the way, they also bombed the Long Island uh, Courthouse, the New York Police Department headquarters, the Pentagon and the State Department. Uh, don't worry. Uh, don't worry. That was happening in the 80s. Uh, but uh, who can even remember that far back? I, I mean, no, I mean, I know I can't. I, it's it's the worst since the Civil War. And let me tell you, something. by the way, uh, Somebody else went into the Capitol and, and burned it down. It was called the War of 1812. Uh, so I just want to let you know that. When did that happen? <clears throat> I'm not sure. I don't have the dates okay. exactly, mm -hmm. but uh, look it up. It's somewhere in the War of 1812. Um, <clears throat> let, me also, uh, let me also just give you, a, a, you know, a, a, another, another time that we had real violence uh, in Washington, D.C., and that is when uh, Preston Brooks, you probably don't remember him. I, I looked him up today. I just wanted to make sure. I had a hard time finding out what party he belonged to. But he was, a, he was an American politician and a member of the U.S. US House of Representatives. He came from South Carolina, uh, and he was a strong advocate of slavery and state rights. 
Uh, so I just assumed. I later found out, yeah, he was a Democrat. I, total surprise to me. Total surprise. An outlier back then. Uh, but he was an advocate of slavery and state rights. He's remembered for his 1856 attack uh, on the abolitionist, the guy who was trying to stand up against slavery, and Republican Senator Charles Sumner uh, nearly beat him to death. I don't need to go on to that story. I've told you that story a million times, but it is that story that led him uh, and led us into the election of 1860 with Abraham Lincoln and the Civil War. Now, after the Civil War, a few black people were elected to Congress. In fact, the first black man, uh, Hiram Rhodes, uh, revels. Uh, He arrived in the Capitol to take his seat as the first black member of the U.S. Congress in 1870. Uh, But the the Democrats tried to block him from taking his seat. Uh, And they said, you know, Constitution requires senators to hold the citizenship for at least nine years. And he just became a citizen in 1866 with a Civil Rights Act and uh, 14th Amendment. Before that, I mean, he wasn't a citizen. He wasn't even a human. You know what I'm saying? That was the argument the Democrats made to try to stop the first black man ever elected to Congress. Now, it didn't go well, and uh, there were a lot of black people that were elected. Um, just, I mean, just want to give a little history lesson here. A lot of black people were elected. Um, this is a poster uh that was out uh in the south it says what happened when the republican party was in power in alabama the above is a photograph of the alabama legislature of 1872 when the republican party was in power of alabama the negroes in the above picture were members of the legislature i like the last one if you believe in white supremacy vote the straight democratic ticket on november 6th hmm yeah it's weird. Yeah. Now, I'm going someplace. Oh, my gosh. They've changed since then. Have they? Have they? Have they? Uh, so this is, a, this is a poster for the Democrats. Um, and Joe Biden was going on and on and on and on and on and on about how this is Jim Crow on steroids. So, you know, um, what the Republicans are uh, standing for is in many ways more opportunity to vote than anyone ever has had legally in the United States. Um, Just not all the crazy crap that they said, oh, we're just doing this because of COVID. Yeah, that's what they're standing against. All right, but that is Jim Crow on steroids. Mr. President, um, I think you need an education on what Jim Crow was, what the Jim Crow laws did. You see, before Jim Crow laws were enacted in the South, blacks were being elected. Then what happened uh, was there was this shortage of black people in, the, in Congress. It was so weird. It was weird. In fact, George White uh, had been the only African-American member of Congress since Reconstruction, when he delivered this address. And I want you to hear what he said. This is his farewell address uh, from Congress. Now, Reconstruction happened. Everybody 
blacks are populating all of the state legislators legislatures um they're in congress they're in the senate and then after reconstruction and the democrats take over they start little games here's let me just say i want to enter a plea for the colored man the colored woman the colored boy and the colored girl of this country this is a direct quote from the farewell address of george white I would thus not digress from the question at issue and detain the House in a discussion of interest of this particular people at this time, but for the constant and persistent efforts of certain gentlemen upon this floor to mold and rivet, rivet public sentiment against us as a people and to lose no opportunity to hold up the unfortunate few who commit crimes and depredations and lead lives of infamy and shame as other races do as fair specimens of the representatives of the entire colored race so what is he saying here he's saying uh, how dare you some members of congress are actually holding up a few crazies and a few people who have done wrong and and done things illegally and said that's the entire race so that was what the democrats were doing now they're not doing anything like that right now are they they're not taking a few people who have broken the law or done things and then said that's the entire race. They haven't done that, have they? They're completely different. They've completely changed. In the catalog of members of Congress in this House, perhaps none have been more persistent in their determination to bring the black man into disrepute and with labored effort to show that he was unworthy of the right of citizenship than my colleague from, what a surprise, North Carolina. During the first session of this Congress, while the constitutional amendment was pending in North Carolina, he labored long and hard to show that the white race was at all times and in all circumstances superior to the Negro by inheritance, if not otherwise. And the excuse for his party supporting that amendment, which has since been adopted. So let me let me just let me just say this. Um, in the town where this young gentleman was born, the general election last August for the adoption of the constitutional amendment and the general election for the state and county officers, Scotland Neck had a registered white vote of 395, most of whom, of course, were Democrats and a registered color vote of four of 534, virtually, if not all whom were Republicans. And they voted when the count was announced. However, there were 831 Democrats to 75 Republicans. But in the town of Halifax, the same county, the result was much more pronounced in that town. The registered Republican vote was only 345 and the total registered vote of the township was 539. But when the count was announced, it stood 990 Democrats to 41 Republicans. Isn't that weird? Have things changed? Have the Democrats changed? By the way, I want to, it's very, I want to be very clear. What Jim Crow Act did was take anyone who was black and make it impossible for them to win in an election in the South. Um, and they did little things first. This is, these are uh, receipts. If you happen to be watching The Blaze, these are receipts uh, from a poll tax. This is uh, 1932, 1931, 1930 receipts for a poll tax. So you had to you had to pay to be able to vote. Uh, that, of course, is unconstitutional. Uh, that was the Democratic Party that did that. Uh, and then you have 
this. This is the election ballot for the town of Geneva in Alabama in 1932. Uh, And this was really great because blacks could vote. We're not saying blacks can't vote. What are you talking about? Of course they can. Except this ballot is the official primary election, the Democratic white primary. Only whites could participate in the primary. And you know all those Democrats. They love them some black people. And so there never seemed to be a black person on the ballot in the primary. But go ahead and vote for whoever you want. You know, in the general, you can do that. All of these were ruled unconstitutional. That is Jim Crow. That's what Jim Crow did. That's why we had this amazing explosion of people who were slaves and then educated themselves enough to be more well-educated, more well-spoken than I or anybody. I mean, that's easy. But anybody else, anybody that you know, go try to read some of their speeches. They educated themselves. They brought themselves up. And who stopped it? It was the Democratic Party. Now, the Democratic Party, they changed. They changed. Oh, I want to talk to you about that change. Because there are things going on that uh, African Americans need to wake up to. You're being lied to over and over and over again. And you're falling for the same trap. And so are many Americans that are not black. Wake up. Wake up. More in 60 seconds. First, let me tell you about the Giza Dream Sheets from MyPillow. They are delicious. I mean, I haven't eaten them yet, but uh, don't put it past me. I mean, I have some pretty wild dreams. You know what I'm saying? I mean, about food, and I could see. Oh, I've got to eat. Anyway, um, MyPillow right now has uh, a uh, special going on with the Dream Sheets. Uh, If you've never slept on Giza cotton, it is the best, and I don't know how they keep these sheets so cheap. They are so inexpensive. I mean, you get good, good sheets and people are like, oh, I got some good sheets for my wedding present. I can I can get you two pairs of sheets right now for like, I think it's like about 70 bucks. I get, you know, I buy one, I get another set free. I mean, that sounds good to me. And they're fantastic. Really fantastic. Softest cotton in the world. Durable. Cool. Most important part. Uh, they uh, they get softer every time you use them and wash them. MyPillow has the two-for-one low price offer on the Giza Dream Sheets right now. Check it out. Radio listener specials, that's what you click on when you go to MyPillow.com. Check out the two-for-one low price on the Giza Dream Sheets. You'll find deep discounts on other MyPillow products as well. Enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. Get the great radio specials, 800-966-3117 or MyPillow.com promo code BECK. Ten seconds station id oh my goodness Mm. so lyndon b johnson who was just a great guy just a great guy gutted the 57 uh um civil rights act you know, made sure that it didn't have any voting restrictions. It made sure that nothing was happening with voting because he said in 1957, uh, this is unconstitutional. You can't tell local communities what to do. 
That was the Democratic argument at the time. See, they've played both sides. You can't do that. That's not what the Republicans were suggesting. They were just suggesting that we, I don't know, keep up with the Bill of Rights and the amendments to the Constitution, that you can't block anyone from voting who is a American citizen and registered to vote. But then he had a change of heart. He had a change of heart. Now, the press, uh, the press goes on to say that Lyndon B. Johnson only said these things because he was trying to get his southern brethren on. But he had a change of heart. Remember, he's one of the most racist guys and absolutely against. I mean, he told his his um, his driver at one point, he said, I, you know, sir, I'd, I'd prefer if you call me by my name, not the N word or boy. And he said, I'm paraphrasing here, you're an N word and you'll always be an N word. So just do your damn job. The paraphrasing part of that is you saying N-word instead of yeah, the actual N-word. Uh, so right before the Civil Rights Act, when he was negotiating uh, for the Civil Rights Act, he said, you know, and I'm quoting Lyndon Johnson. These Negroes are getting pretty uppity these days, and that's a problem for us since they've got something now that they never had before. The political pull to go back up to their uppitiness. Now we got to do something about this. We got to give them a little something, just enough to quiet them down, but not enough to make a difference. For if we don't move at all, then their allies will light up against us and there'll be no way of stopping them. We'll lose the filibuster and then there's no way of putting the brake on all sorts of wild legislation. It'll be reconstruction all over again. That's when it was the most free for blacks. This is his this is how he was convincing people. Hmm, okay. Now, what happened with the Civil Rights Act? What happened with the Great Society? The black population were put into chains. The Great Society has harmed the black community and the black family more than anything else. Now, let's see. What are the Democrats doing now? Because they've had a change of heart. Oh, you know what? They're the ones that just like during the time of the Klan are arguing that black people shouldn't be able to own guns in inner cities to be able to protect themselves. Oh, they're also saying, uh, you know, defund the police. Who is that harming? Who is that harming most? Not harming my community, but it sure is harming the black communities. Uh, BLM, the riots, did that help or hurt the black man? America, wake up. This is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Norman's a regular listener of the program. He wrote in a short while ago to talk about the experience he had when he refinanced his mortgage with American Financing. He said, I was really nervous to start the process. It was my first refi, and I thought it was going to be a miserable experience to get everything I needed together and to get it submitted. But Tony at American Financing assured me that everything would go smoothly, and he and his team actually made it a pleasant experience. They required a lot less than I expected, and it took a lot less time than expected. I just want to thank Tony, Kelsey, Katie, and Kenya. Thank you, and thanks, Glenn, for the referral. Norman, I am more than happy to have introduced you to American Financing. I am glad that you have your finances under control. I hope you're saving lots and lots of money. 
It's American Financing. They work for you. When you call them, you're calling a family-owned and operated financial institution that's in it for you, not for the banks. So if anybody can help you save hundreds, if not $1,000 a month, it's American Financing. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. There are rumors of up to three chalkboards tonight on Glenn TV. Oh, yeah. You don't want to miss it. Yeah. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Four. Really? Yeah. The promo code is Glenn. I tell you all the time that you need to do your own homework. Don't believe me or anything else other than an original source. You need context. You need clarity. Uh, and you need all of the information. Tonight on Blaze TV, uh, there is rumors of more than one chalkboard. I hear all the time, I love your chalkboard. When's the chalkboard coming back? Well, tonight it's coming back. And it's coming back in a big way because there's a little story that we need to tell. Who were the people and the groups involved with coronavirus research? What really went down before and after the pandemic began? This story is, in its first part, negligence, and then a tale of cover-up. First, the negligence. The elites of the world, the people calling themselves the experts, the scientists that trusted, uh, that trusted the Chinese Communist Party with one of the most dangerous weapons we can imagine, a virus. They trusted them. We won't be assigning guilt. We just want you to know what's going on, who was involved and when. Because if proof of a lab leak does come out, I think everyone, everyone that was involved should be a name that you know. Whether they're Chinese, American, Republican or Democrat. Anyone that was involved. Second, the cover up. Currently an attempt to control the narrative to direct the story. Everyone from big tech, the media, the Chinese, even our own government have been involved. What lies behind the cover up? Because that could reveal the dirty secret in order to cut corners. The academic elites and government entrusted Chinese and the Communist Party with uh, a civilian and civilization killing virus tonight, 9 p.m. Do not miss it. Oh, the cover-up, I think, still continues. I'm sure I'm not allowed to even ask or draw these conclusions. Uh, no matter what I say before, I'm sure it won't be on, the, uh, on YouTube or any place else. You can find it on a place where we believe in free speech. Blaze TV, 9 p.m. Eastern, deadly negligence, exposing the real origins and cover-up of the COVID-19 pandemic, 9 p.m. tonight, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and save. Don't miss it. We will overcome. We will overcome. We will overcome someday. Oh, they are so good at that. Oh, these are the, these are the Democrats from... From the great state of Texas, who were singing in front of the U.S. Capitol for some strange reason. And we are a state in crisis right now. Oh, crisis. A state without Democrats. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, listen. For all the other 49 states, here's all you have to do. <laughs> <laughs> we can get rid of your Democrats. It's not that hard. They'll take a private plane out of your state. It's great. It is. It really is. I think... 
people outside of the state, though, might need a little review of history mm-hmm. as to what led to this moment, mm. this terrible well, crisis. Uh, Jim Crow moment. laws. Jim Crow 2.0? Yeah, Jim Crow Well, it 2.0. starts before that. First, uh, Republicans got elected mm-hmm. uh, through a Democratic process as part of a constitutional uh, republic. Yeah. So those Democrats uh, didn't get elected. The Republicans got elected. The Democrats didn't like it so much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then Republicans took office and they decided to pass a bill on election reform mm-hmm. to secure elections. Mm-hmm. Democrats didn't like that either. Mm-hmm. Now, it's important to note that the bill that they're upset about doesn't do any of the things that they say it does. That can't be true, Stu. It is, it is true. To review here just a little bit, 2018, we had elections here in Texas. Mm. A couple of years later, there was more elections. Those elections, however, occurred during a pandemic. Mm-hmm. And election rules all over the country, you may have remembered, changed a little bit because we weren't sure what phase of the pandemic we would be in what may not even be able to go out and vote may exactly. not be able to, right that was the, that was the reason we did all of these things remember go back to picture the worst days in the worst places of the pandemic right mm-hmm. go back to um, april 2020 mm-hmm. new york city okay if that's the situation in your state People aren't going to be going out to vote. Correct. And you might have an election with 12% turnout. All right, but get to the so Jim Crow part. Let's make sure that these these laws are open for people at the pandemic. It's a one-time thing. One time. We just needed this one time. Right. We're not going to have a pandemic in 2022. We just needed it in 2020. Sure. Open up the laws, right. and then we'll go back to normal. Got it. The second the election ended, the media... And the left decided to act as if the plan the entire time was to keep all of the pandemic voting rules the same. What a surprise. It's a stunning, shocking thing. At no point did anyone actually say this before the election. No one said it wasn't a one-time thing before the election. Only after the election did they say all of these rules must stay or it's Jim Crow 2.0. Now... Obviously, this is a ridiculous standard. For example, in Georgia, one of the controversial laws, they slimmed the early voting period from 45 days to 21 days. Now, the the excuse here, of course, by these evil politicians was to say that it the cost and the burden on local communities was incredibly high to keep... If you're in a small town and you have to keep uh, early voting open for 45 days, you might not have enough people coming. Who's coming 45 days early? It's a big cost. Now, obviously, if Republicans supported a bill like that, that trimmed it from 45 to 21 days, there would be outrage all across America. The problem here is that this bill actually passed in 2011 and was supported by Stacey freaking Abrams. Stacey Abrams. <laughs> Stacey freaking Abrams. Hold on just a second. We have some breaking news. Another letter from the battlefront. James Talrico. He's written another letter from the battlefront. He says, we Texas Democrats are prepared to stay out of Texas for the rest of the session. This decision wasn't easy. Many of my colleagues left kids, elderly parents, sick loved ones. 
Many are risking their day jobs and their seats in the house. But we just will not sit by and watch our democracy wither on the vine. James Tallarico, proud Texan, and a man of courage. So brave. Oh my gosh. So, so brave. brave. So, so brave. brave. So brave. Come back and vote on the bill, by the way, and then get out again. Yeah. Just in case any of these Democrats are looking for a plan. So, the truth is, of course, Glenn. Yeah. In reality, these bills all across the country have expanded voter access from 2018. No, that can't be. It is. I get all of my news from Coca-Cola, and yeah. that cannot be. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, high fructose corn syrup, not necessarily good for you. And really? these voting laws, not necessarily bad uh. for you. So if you, if you uh, look at 2018 to 2022, you're going to see a, a massive expansion all over the country in voting access, making it easier for you to vote. And the truth also is that some of these pandemic measures were really bad ideas. For example, 24-7 voting. For example, unattended voter boxes. For example, letting party operatives from either party collect votes en masse and deliver them themselves to uh, the jurisdiction and the precinct so they can be counted. I don't know, maybe putting a hardcore activist in, in possession of dozens of votes at a time, not a good idea. Well, wait a minute. I just heard the president said in Texas, for example, Republican-led state legislature wants to allow partisan poll watchers to intimidate voters and imperil impartial poll workers. Mm. Wow, that's got it. That's specific language. Mm. They want voters to drive further and to be able to be in a position where they wonder who's watching them or intimidating them and to wait longer to vote. They're going to have to drive a hell of a lot. Excuse me. They're going to have to drive a long way just to get to vote. Oh, well, I'm glad he caught his language. There. Yeah, that was I was too. on the yeah. I was on the line there. So after the Democrats lie about these bills and they realize they're going to lose, they just left. First, they just left the uh, the building during the vote and then they fled the state uh, because of that. Now, Abbott has threatened their arrest if they return. And, you know, that sounds extreme. It sounds like partisanship. But here's the thing, Glenn. These people are getting paid. They're getting paid with my money. With your money, with Sarah's money, with everybody here in the studio's money, they're getting paid to do nothing. If I dropped my dry cleaning off and they returned it in a crumpled mess with a ketchup stain still on it and charged me anyway, that would be a crime. And here we are with people getting paid to do nothing. That to me is a crime. And by the way, of course, that... Uh, that remedy is already in the process here. If you don't show up to do your job, you can be arrested in the state of Texas. It's not only that we're paying them. Mm. It's we are paying everyone in the state legislature yep. and they can't, can't do, do anything. anything. This is theft without a quorum. This is theft is what it is. So here we are looking at all of this in Texas and it's just an isolated incident, Glenn. It's just, they just happen to be upset about this. They're just standing up for their rights. They're just doing what they can. No, By the what, way, what, what? It, this, this is a total coincidence. And do not in any way 
act as if this could have been coordinated in advance. But on the day where this wonderful flight went up to D.C. and they decided to meet with lawmakers because this just happened to be when they had to do it. On that same time, an organized, coordinated push for HR1 was Mm, going on, where the president of the United States is out there talking about this specific issue. What are the odds? Uh, Well, he did say this, and I'd I'd like to hear your excuse for this one. Mm -hmm. He said, quote, this year alone, 17 states have enacted, not just proposed, but enacted 28 new laws Mm. to make it harder for Americans to vote. Not to mention, and catch this, nearly 400 additional bills Republican members of the state legislature are trying to pass and by the way uh the same measure found that 28 bills also were passed to loosen restrictions on voting so make it easier for people to vote he didn't mention the same study that said the same amount of laws were passed the other way but of course we're also talking about a change from 2020 where we again were told there was a one-time exception, which is why we needed all these crazy new laws like mailing ballots to everyone, whether they request them or not. All of those things went on. I can't. So, I, excuse me. Uh, can I just talk about another? Oh, well. Let me just mention here. Yes, there is another letter that has just twittered in from the battlefront. And... I don't care what Stu says, but this one comes with a picture. Oh. It's a picture of a Coke Zero. Yeah, no sugar. No sugar. A Coke Zero. Mm. And a Caesar salad that looks actually kind of yummy, and I'm not a salad guy. <laughs> but it, <laughs> it's, good topic it's for a letter a from Gene Wu. Oh, wow. Gene for Texas. Mm. My first meal. As a fugitive. Oh my gosh. Yes! Yes! On the private plane, he had to eat a Caesar salad and a Coke Zero with no sugar! So brave! So brave! So very brave! Legislature, the Democrats from the great state of Texas. All right, let me tell you about Raycon. Nothing more frustrating than a pair of wireless earbuds that don't live up to the most basic standards. You, I can't tell you what you've just missed. If you're listening to the podcast and you're wearing earbuds, uh, then you heard it. You heard the stereo. You heard, I mean, you felt the drama of that music pounding in your ears. Don't expect anything less than the kind of perfection you get with wireless earbuds from Raycon. Don't the Apple AirPods. Oh, they're fantastic. I just love them. Uh, It looks like you're wearing a, a, for some reason, a a pair of small mini golf clubs in your ear. I I don't know why, but hey, keep rocking. You do you, boo. When you get a pair of Raycons, you're getting crisp, powerful sound at half the price of uh, an apple brand raycons look great they feel even better they come in a range of cool colors with customizable gel tops included for a comfortable fit something else you're not going to get when you overpay with apple raycons offering 15 percent off all of their products and here's what you have to do to get it go to buyraycon.com slash back that's buyraycon.com slash back and save 15 percent buyraycon.com slash back 
This is the Glenn Beck Program. Tonight, a great chalkboard that you don't want to miss. Uh, it is happening on Blaze TV. Tonight at 9 o'clock, the Glenn Beck Special. And it is all about COVID. What we knew then, what we know now. And uh, let's just put it all out on a chalkboard and see if anything makes sense. Uh, you don't want to miss tonight's episode is this been in about a month and a half of research has gone into this episode tonight and uh yeah not a lot of people are going to talk about it uh mainly because uh man if you even tweet about it or if you god forbid you text well then the government will, will know that you're spreading misinformation or the truth tonight at nine this is the glenn Beck program